Welcome to the Encourage Podcast. In true Encourage style, today we've got some stories to tell and some real life to talk through. Join us as we build community, celebrate diversity, and become women of courage. Let's start today with a story from Courageous Kindness, written and read by study author Becky Keefe. opened the door for me to attend graduate school and told me to walk through it, I didn't know whether to laugh or cry. I've always loved learning, and I knew that someday when it made sense for me professionally and when the time was right for my family, I'd love to get a master's degree. But going back to school for an advanced English degree that had no clear career path when my boys were six, five, and three just didn't make sense. Plus, I was also juggling working part-time from home, a job that was not the joy of my heart, leading in church ministry, which I did love, blogging regularly, and starting out as a public speaker, all of which made this not my idea of the right time. I was already drowning in my life, and everything I was doing felt essential. How could I possibly find the time and energy to do more? Enter God and enter Sarah. I wanted to obey God, so that meant trusting him to take something off my plate or to expand my capacity, and he did both. But more than giving me supernatural energy to read complex literature and write lengthy term papers into the wee hours of the morning, God provided people to walk with me through grad school and to help carry my load. Sarah was one of those people. Her son, Mateo, was the same age as my youngest, Jude, and the two buds went to the same preschool two days a week. Sarah and I set up a carpool system where I'd drop the boys off and she would pick them up. I cherished those quiet mornings, though three hours always flew by like lightning, and I never got as much done as I had hoped. But more often than not, my phone would bing bong and it would be a text from Sarah. We'd love to have Jude over for lunch today and play for a while, if that's okay with you. That would be wonderful. Thank you. I'd text back and then exhale with gratitude. Sarah was happy to have a playmate for her only child. But even more, my friend knew she was giving me the gift of time. She was helping me lean into what God had called me to do. I never could have imagined the ways God used my three years of graduate school to set me on a path of work and ministry and writing beyond my dreams. Nor could I have imagined the countless hours and meals, prayers, and words of encouragement my friend Sarah invested on my behalf along the way. I will never forget the way she sowed into my life with kindness and the great harvest it produced. story by Becky Keefe is from the Courageous Kindness Bible Study, which is available wherever Bibles are sold. You can also grab your copy at dayspring.com and be sure to use code podcast25 to take 25% off and get free shipping. And you're going to want to grab a copy and join us every Monday for Bible Study Mondays at Encourage. Every week we provide reflection questions, a reading assignment, the full discussion videos, inspiring quotes, and great discussion. You could join us on Mondays or any day really at encourage.me as we go through Courageous Kindness together as a community. 
again this week, we get to hear from Becky Keefe, the author with us, with me, talking with me right now. Right now, right now. I'm with you. I'm talking. Yay. Welcome back to the Encourage podcast, Becky. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Anna Rendell, always fun to be here. We're so glad. It's so fun because we get to hear your story. We get to read words that you wrote in this study, and now we get to dissect it even further and hear more stories from you in this episode. Yeah. Well, you know, I like talking about (laughs) kindness and just, ah, it's so good just to even remember in my own life, like how God's fingerprints have been so very present. And, you know, sometimes I think through the fog of time, we can forget, you know, we can forget our prayers. We can forget the things that felt impossible in the moment because it ended up working out, but it was really you know, something special for me personally to think back on how have I seen God's kindness at work in my everyday life in really ordinary ways that Mm -hmm. as I look back, I'm like, wow, that was really extraordinary. Like my friendship with Sarah has been extraordinary and she has been such a profound example in my life of someone who is willing to bend low in service in order to not lift herself up, Um, but to lift me up and to support um, the work that God was calling me to do. And gosh, so darn grateful for that. (laughs) Isn't that great? I love those, those benchmark people and those, you know, maybe moments that don't seem benchmark, but Mm -hmm. become so. And as we look back at them, that they were a turning point or they were kind of like an Ebenezer stone or just a really big deal in our life that at the time was nothing, maybe nothing more to her than, you know, yeah, we made an extra hot dog, have them come over for lunch or, you know, right. But to you, it was a huge deal. Yeah, it was. And sometimes, you know, we'll just have a a single opportunity to, to show kindness or to impact someone or to stop what we're doing and help another. But actually we're going to talk about this more. I think it's next week about kindness for the long haul. So here's a little teaser friends, but, um, Sarah really was a person in my life who showed me both kinds of kindness, like in the moment. And then over and over again, in this, like this accumulation of, just someone who's willing to, to show up and yeah, be that kind of support person in my life that I didn't even, I couldn't even asked for. And God was like, I see you. I know what you need. I'm going to walk with you by sending someone else to actually walk with you too. Mm-hmm. Um, have you, has there been a time where you've faced something that felt impossible or you've seen, you know, God's kindness come to you through someone who was willing to do that to in some way bend low um, and lift you up? Yeah. You know, I, um, I actually, I have a story in this week of yes, you do. I do. And, and it's about that very, that very question. Although I don't think that very question is posed on the same page, but it is about the same thing. And the first story that comes to my mind And that I wrote about in here was one of um, when I was pregnant with some kid, one of my kids, I don't remember which one, they (laughs) kind of blur together. It's hard to keep track of all the children. (laughs) And um, I have had difficult pregnancies for a few reasons, but in this one, I remember just being so puffy and so swollen and so miserable and my sister-in-law, like your friend, Sarah, she just, she saw me and I'm not sure that I could have articulated everything <laughs> that I needed, mm-hmm. but she showed up at my home and, uh, she 
painted my big puffy footed toenails for me (laughs) and she scrubbed my toilets Becky I honestly don't even know if I could reach the toilet to scrub it because that was so big and so swollen that the thought of getting down on the floor like that just yeah oh even bending over like to reach the toilet brush uh probably was not a thing no no not happening and I mean, talk about bending low. Like mm-hmm. that is literally what she did in several ways. And it lifted me up. I mean, that she would take the time out of her day away from her kids and her work and her family to mm-hmm. scrub my toilets. Are you kidding? I mean, that was to me, one of the the biggest acts of kindness um, that again, I don't even know if she remembers that day. It was, it was a simple act, but man, did it make an impact in my life right then. And in how Mm -hmm. I want to serve others, um, moving forward. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I I love what you said about like that. She probably doesn't even remember, Mm. you know, and I think that that's so often the way that kindness works is that it leaves a lasting mark on the heart of the person who receives it. And it's like the, the gift doesn't always match the impact. Like we can give something so small and yet, and I really think it's by, by God's power and the work of the Holy spirit that it, you know, it, it magnifies, you know, it's, it's those ripples upon ripples that we've talked about throughout, you know, simple difference and courageous kindness. And, um, I have a huge smile on my face because like, I never, I never get over it. I'm like, yes, like you are still, you know, years later talking about for that time that you scrubbed my toilets. Like, (laughs) and I feel like that was Sarah. I'm like, remember that time? Like I was, you know, like crumbling under, you know, a deadline for, you know, uh, a class and a final and you like not only watched Jude after school, but then you sent him home with dinner for us. And she's like, oh my no, I have no idea. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you did. And you were amazing. <laughs> and it like spoke love and it infused life. And, you know, I think, you know, whether it's being pregnant or going to grad school, or, I mean, we all face all kinds of situations that are, are, are good, hard, or just hard, hard. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity to be women of courage when we are the ones who are willing to say like, God, help me to, in some small way, step into other people's hard and impossible seasons or situations and, um, and show your love and care. And, and he, he's, he's going to use it. I guarantee, even if it doesn't feel like very big to you or me or someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Well, when you gathered with our friends, Lucretia and Grace Mm -hmm. to talk through courageous kindness. You guys talked about this with a certain story from scripture that is one of my favorites. And so we're going to take a listen to that excerpt. Welcome to week three of the courageous kindness Bible study. This week, we learned about serving others by bending low and lifting up. On day one, we looked at the story in Mark 2 of the paralyzed man who was carried by his friends Mm -hmm. and lowered down the roof to meet Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, What did this story teach you about how God designed us to need one another? And how is this a picture of courageous kindness to you? 
Mm. Well, I love the picture of the physical effort it mm. took for those four friends to come and try to bring their friend <laughs> to yeah. Jesus. I think it's a picture of courageous kindness because I think probably took courage for those four guys right. to not stop at the obstacles before them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had this idea and who knows, like, was it, was it the man who was like, guys, like Jesus mm-hmm. is here. Like, would you bring me to him? Or were they right. like, right. dude, like you need some healing. And we right. know about this guy named Jesus and we're going to take you to him. Either way, they got there and this house, it was packed. Right. Like there was no way mm-hmm. that you know, five men were going to get through this crowd. And so I think sometimes like we can have um, an idea in our mind or even something that God's asking us to do to to show kindness or to do a good deed. But if there's a, an obstacle, a barrier, That's we're like, right. oh, this this abort plan, like this yeah. isn't going to work out. And they could have done that. But I think so. I think it showed courage that they're like, no, like this yeah. is important. Like we're going to find another way around. And mm-hmm. so think about the physicality of like carrying um, their friend like up to the yeah, roof and then right. getting down on their knees and like digging through this yeah. dirt roof. And like that, that was not like a, let me just, yeah. let me just give you a word. Yeah. Words are important. So yeah. like we'll talk about yeah. that, but you know, like it was, it was kindness and action in a very physical way. And yeah. uh, I think that took courage. Yeah. It cost them something. Yeah, it did. And, yeah. Uh, and actually, did you know that the whole, um, that it's actually, it was cultural at that time. So mm-hmm. whenever there's a healer, mm-hmm. that the healer would be in a particular place and then your friends and family would take you mm-hmm. um, to the healer. Oh, interesting. Right, I, okay, I love that culture. I'm right. a little jealous of <laughs> yeah. that, that culture. Like, can we be in that culture? And, um, but what wasn't cultural, <laughs> right, is is what you said. Like, let's, um, oh, there's an there's a obstacle, mm-hmm. um, it's packed. And so that took some creativity, yeah. some commitment, yeah, and some perseverance, right? All of that, like, yes. you know, this kindness to then the physical, engaging this whole physical activity of, you know, cutting a hole in someone's roof, like, mm-hmm. like what um, audacity, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Somebody else's house. It wasn't right. I'm like, that wasn't even their house. So they cut a hole in the roof. And then they had to be exact, right? Because I landed on Jesus then messed up the whole thing for everybody. But no, they um, lowered him down right before Jesus. And so, I don't know, I think about how they created a pathway to Jesus. Now that a preach. Have you created Mm -hmm. a pathway to Jesus today? (laughs) (laughs) Or have you asked a friend to create a pathway to Jesus for you if you can't do it on your own? Yeah, and so they did that. They engaged in that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, then they got to be a part of of this miracle and Mm -hmm. witness this miracle. So I think about what a return on investment. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. That's good. I like the flow of kindness. So from the friends to the man, from Jesus to the man. Mm. And I mean, you know, I like magical things. And I just imagine, you know, twinkles just flowing Mm -hmm. throughout the room of everyone witnessing the power of um, courage, the power of kindness, Mm -hmm. and the power of God's miracle um, to heal the man. Um, And so kindness, yes, isn't just... um, let's say like thoughts and prayers right um and not meaning that right. i think thoughts and prayers are important right when you do that or it leads to something right. not just boop, 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 thoughts and prayers and yeah. it's over um mm-hmm. but this was yeah kindness in action compassion mm-hmm. in action and mm-hmm. we get to see that in the story yeah right? i think sometimes like you know in our culture we hear the word kindness and we can equate that with politeness mm-hmm. That's so true. um but 
I think this example, it was kind of impolite. Like, to think about, like, like bombarding on this gathering. Um, And But so kindness it, it's it's risky mm-hmm. but it's worth it and like you were saying you know i i write about this picture of like a stone casting a ripple mm-hmm. and so i thought of that when you were talking about like kind of the the magic of it mm-hmm. of like okay. these cool. ripple upon ripple yeah. and as each person saw this miracle taking mm-hmm. place and saw the beauty of these friends um you know bringing their friend to jesus that is these ripples of, of faith building yeah. and faith strengthening and what testimonies came from right. that one act yeah. and, and Jesus' desire to show compassion. Right. I love what you shared about the culture. I feel like, isn't that the kindest thing we can do mm-hmm. to bring someone to the healer? Yeah. yeah. Um, we can make that, it, even though that's not our culture, mm-hmm. we can make that um, yeah. the culture of the church or yes. the culture mm-hmm. among yes. believers. Uh, we can bring each other. Yes. That to can the be healer. our culture. We yeah. can make that our yeah. culture. Yes. Yeah. We have the capacity to do that. That's right. right. conversation <laughs> right yes I had a great conversation I want to be there with you at the table <laughs> oh I, I want to be back at that table <laughs> I just was like re-delighting in hearing it hearing you know Grace say that she likes magical things and <laughs> hearing Lucretia call out like you know the the cultural Make a pathway to Jesus and how we can make our culture a culture of kindness, even if that's maybe not native to our hearts or communities or our lives, we can change our culture. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. and I love hearing her talk about like that, that kindness, it took not only courage, but also creativity. And Mm -hmm. have you seen the, the chosen, the series? You were like the 12th person to ask me that. And no, I have not seen it. Okay. Well, you will have to remedy that. You know, this is not a podcast about the chosen. However, I recently watched the episode that depicts this very story. And so as I'm re-listening to um, this conversation, I have those images in my mind and it was such a powerful moment of these friends doing whatever it took to get their friend into the presence of Jesus. And there is no greater kindness than that. And it just reminds me that we all don't need physical healing every day, but we, some of us need emotional healing or, you know, we are suffering mentally or, you know, just suffering with discouragement or, or different things. And I just think about what does it look like through our kindness, through our tenacity to create a pathway to Jesus for others. Well, I love, I love that we can hear that in this conversation and we can see that in this story with Jesus. And we can also see God painting the same picture in the old Testament, Mm -hmm. which brings us to this beautiful Psalm that, um, you talk about in courageous kindness. So I have it pulled up. This is a piece from Psalm 40 verses one through three. He says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. Mm. And I 
feel like that illustrates even, you know, with, with in a different way, what you were just saying, what we were just talking about. I mean, this is the ultimate lifting up, right? And bending low and mm-hmm. getting a slimy pit, which by the way, <laughs> in Courageous Kindness, Mary Carver shares a story where she literally crawls into a slimy pit. Oh my goodness. If you guys have not this, I mean, <laughs> You should, you should get the Courageous Kindness Bible study just for this story just for this from story. Mary, because it also illustrates, we, we don't want to give the whole thing away, but there, there's a lost retainer. There is, there's some garbage involved. There, there, there's some odors that are not what you really want to be carrying around with you all day. And there is the act of not leaving someone alone in their distress. And, um, yes, it and that's the most perfect illustration of this psalm ever and exactly what becky said you have to get a copy just so you can read that story yes here in week three of the bible study but um (laughs) but i love thinking about what happens when we experience the kindness of god and so like we see it here in verse three he put a new song in my mouth a hymn of praise to our god many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in him. And this again is that is that ripple effect of when someone experiences the kindness of God, like we can't help but talk about it. I'm sure, okay, so we're just gonna, spoiler alert, Mary Carver climbs into <laughs> a school cafeteria dumpster to help someone she doesn't even know well find their lost retainer. She is covered, <laughs> I'm so grossed I out, know. covered I know. in leftover tuna bits of school food. <laughs> and- you, I guarantee that that girl remembers what was done for her and t- has told that story and has, that has impacted her heart and thinking about, man, if someone could do that for me, what can I do for someone else? And, mm-hmm. and surely the paralyzed man who Jesus healed and surely his friends had a testimony about God's work in their life. Mm-hmm. And if that doesn't give us um, fuel to be courageously kind. Like, I don't know what does like, mm-hmm. cause ultimately that's, that's what it's about, Anna, right? Like empowering women to be like Jesus, empowering others to experience God in a real way. And I think a lot of that, it starts with us being a conduit of kindness and then also mm-hmm. being bold to be like, this is what God did for me. This is how yeah. I was in a pit. And these are the messengers of, of hope and encouragement. Mm-hmm who he sent to climb in that slimy pit with me and help pull me out. Yeah. Yeah. You think, I love how you phrase that Becky, because I feel like when we talk about the story of the man being lowered in, we talk a lot about the friends Mm -hmm. and he has a testimony too. I mean, he has a testimony of kindness and of friendship and of being, you know, lowered down and lifted up all at the same time. And, um, And like you said, then about Mary's story, can you imagine that girl and how she tells that story now to her friends and her kids? I mean, come on. That is the 12 year old dream to have a friend that will do that. Right. Well, and especially, okay. I, I am now the parent of a retainer wearing middle schooler (laughs) and we have almost lost that darn thing multiple times. And I know that it's going to cost $300 if, or when it is lost. So like it, 
there's so many layers to like why I know that this like this was this was a thing to save this girl from like yes. so much you know heartache and consequences and the wrath um, of her mother who has to replace the retainer right and and all yeah and the process having to get the molds made again and I mean just the whole horrible thing so yeah absolutely we we have a testimony when mm-hmm. we experience the kindness of God and usually because you know I wish we lived in Jesus's time um but you know, his presence is here with us, but often it comes through other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just reminds me like, let's be people, let's be women who boldly share our testimonies and also are, are surrendered <laughs> to climbing in the pit with others and saying, God, like wherever you, wherever you want to send me, like, I want to be a messenger and help meet people there. Well, friends, that is it for this week. Um, thank you so much, Becky, for coming back for another week. <laughs> thank you for having me. Friends, you can join us again at encourage.me on Monday for a brand new Bible study Mondays post. And we hope that you will. Again, you can use code podcast25 at dayspring.com and get 25% off your copy of the Courageous Kindness Bible Study. They'll send that with free shipping too if you use that code. You could find us everywhere on social at encourage. That's encourage with an I. We'd love to hear from you and hear your stories and testimonies of kindness and how you've experienced the kindness of God in your life. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Courage podcast is brought to you by Dayspring, makers of your favorite cards, books, and gifts. Visit them today at dayspring.com. Mm-hmm.